In the city of Meliura, the rain has been falling for a week. Thunder crashes outside as a silver wyvern terrorizes the woodlands. Marin and her crew have prepared to leave the city, and after finally taking audience with me, Sadin Ra, the grand pega of adventures and stories, she has the assurance that the wyvern will not pursue them north. But she has also learned that the wyvern has already claimed the lives of two young adventurers. Where will her decisions lead her? Welcome back to Blood Gold. are in your room at the Owl Hoot Tavern and Inn, and the fireplace has crackled back to life as Sadin Ra has faded into the darkness. He has left you with the knowledge that the Silver Wyvern, named Melillion, is not going to go north if you head out. If, if you continue on your journey north, you will be fine. But he also told you that on your way to Melura, you met a group of adventurers, uh, Yonder, Balric, and Pharrell, and that the Wyvern has slain Balric and Pharrell, meaning that this Wyvern is attacking at least people who might be going after it. Yonder, Balric, and Pharrell made no... They made it very clear that they wanted to be monster slayers. They yeah. wanted to be adventurers. You know, they they were out there in the woods with this thing. Yeah. You are in your room. The fire is gently crackling. It's emitting uh, a light warmth and a little bit of light. It is late in the evening, and you've already separated from Acrea and Sorel. So I think that Marin spends most of the night arguing with herself because what she should do as an old, retired Wyvern Slayer currently on a mission that has nothing to do with Wyverns, what she should do is head north with her companions and get this egg to where it needs to go. But what she feels like she now has to do is slay this Wyvern. So she spends most of the night arguing with herself, trying to convince herself that she doesn't need to slay this Wyvern. But she knows... That come morning, she's going to tell Acrea that they're slaying this wyvern. So I think she spends, like I said, I think she spends most of the night trying to convince herself otherwise, but I don't think she wins. And I think she knows that she's going to bring it to the table and she knows Sorrel's going to back her up. Sorrel wants to do it, so. Yeah, Sorrel voiced yesterday that yeah. she wanted to try to kill this wyvern. Yeah, so it's it's about convincing Acrea or coming up with an alternative plan for Acrea, like maybe Acrea and Osmer head out. Can I offer a piece of information yes, that, that might change things, might not matter to Marin? There is the question of where Yonder is. Yes. So there were three of these adventures. Mm -hmm. Two have been slain. Where is the third? Mm -hmm. So that's where I was going to start. Yeah. Because I've been out of the game and I can't do it with kobolds who have never 
slain wyverns before. Like, I can't do it by myself. We took down a giant bee, but that was luck. Like, I can't. Well, wyvern is a completely different beast. So, like, I'm going to need backup if I do this at all. So, I can't go straight to the wyvern. The, <clears throat> my plan was to find the people. Because I bet you they're not the only wyvern hunters either. And if I go and I find, like, the bar where all the wyv- wyvern hunters are, and it's full of wyvern hunters, and I know that at least one of them's going to take it down, mm-hmm. then I might walk away from this. But I feel like Marin feels like she needs to at least give it a shot. Now, the problem is, how do I slash what do I tell Akraya and Sorel? Because I got this information by talking to a god. So do I say that I talked to a god? Is that something that Marin's ready to share? Or do I come up with some bullshit lie that they can all see through? But it won't matter to Sorel because Sorel will have somebody on her side. But it'll matter to Akraya. This is what she does all night long. (laughs) It's <laughs> like figuring this out. I imagine that the morning comes and she still hasn't quite up, quite made up her mind about what she's going to say. But she knows the end of what she's going to say is that they should be fighting this wyvern and not moving on. And so she kind of gets herself up, packs up, because once they fight this wyvern, they're, they're out. They're not coming back because mm-hmm. they'll be dead or or they'll survive. Like, that'll be great. So that actually leads me to a player question. If they fight this wyvern, is that the end of blood gold? Because they could die. I know there are death moves. I know that there are like death saving moves, mm-hmm. but like, is that is that a possibility for this wyvern? Are you asking like mechanically or narratively? Both, I guess. Like mechanically, I am aware that that is a possibility. I would say like face death is a move, so I know that it's a possibility. So I guess narratively, I would say in the interest of you know us portraying a a story right mm-hmm. that that we are sharing with other people it would not really be a good look for me to murder <laughs> tpk <laughs> am i saying that this mission w- is without the potential for narrative tragedy no yeah i figured as much like do i walk out of this with all of my limbs and appendages i don't know i don't think so but if i as a player like, I, I don't feel like I can, as a player who is recording a podcast, mm-hmm. go into a mission that I know I'm going to die doing. Like, there's no chance of me surviving. I don't feel like that's not, like, fair to my listeners and also to Marin. I've created this character. I don't want to kill her. Like, I don't want to knowingly kill her, mm-hmm. which is why I also have the plan of trying to find some of the other possible Wyvern hunters and stuff. But let, let, but again, if she's maimed and needs a wheelchair, that's a different story. Let me let me put it this way. Or I'm, like, I'm never going to kill sex. Osmer. Yes, I know you mean you promised that. I made you promise mm-hmm. that. And I'm never going to smash the egg. Yeah, okay. Those those are my two promises. The thing is I knew those two promises. <laughs> I knew those two. Cuz you created the egg, that's your darling, and then I made you promise about Osmer. I can't handle a, an animal death regardless of how ornery this animal is. Mm-hmm. I can't handle that. Mm-hmm. Marin is getting ready. She's gathering her things. She's putting on her dried boots because they've been sitting in front of the fire. Despite the like blink of time that Sadine Ra was there and she packs up and heads next door, knowing she's about to have the worst conversation of her life. Yeah. Well, one of the worst conversations. Uh, you go into the kobold's room and uh, it smells much better in here. Oh, good. Uh, they, the Akra cracked a window and let the room air out a little bit. And they are in the process of packing up. Uh, Akraya, I think, 
really pushed Sorel to get moving early this morning. They mm-hmm. are not typically early risers, but Akreya, you can tell Akreya is doing most of the stuff while Sorel just kind of like sluggishly puts a thing in a bag and it's just like, <laughs> but she, she's obviously feeling much better. Yeah. She, her, she's just sleepy. Yeah. Her color is normal. She's not like oozing snot anymore. Yeah. She looks much better. She just looks tired. Okay. And Akreya greets you as you enter. So I think Marin does something very uncharacteristic. Marin is not the one to like sit and chit chat. So mm-hmm. when she's with them, she's not usually sitting. She's usually standing, unless she was already sitting when they had the conversation. Marin walks in and immediately sits on Akreya's bed. Akreya kind of gives you a look, her eyes narrow. I have something to say, and it's a bit of a story. So I need you to stick with me. But I think our plans for the day have changed. And then she explains that she explains her conversation with Sidine, like how she had a conversation with Sidine Raw, what the conversation was. And at the end, she goes, Those young hunters died. And I know it's not my fault, but it's partly my fault. So I think we have to at least make the attempt of trying to rid this town of that wyvern. As you're telling the story, you see Sorel is getting more and more pumped up. Yeah. Like the scales on the back of her neck start to like flare out. Um, you can actually see there's like a little bit of uh, smoke kind of uh, wisping from her nostrils. And she's like, yeah, yeah, all right, yeah, no. We should have killed it when we were in the forest the last time. We we, we are going to take the fight to it, and we're going to get it. Mm, yeah. Akreya is not getting yeah. pumped up. Yeah. Akreya is getting more and more concerned and frightened. Mm-hmm. I would like you to roll a compel move. Okay. Ooh, is this, this is, I think, the first compel move I've made. I think it's the charm, pacify, banter, or convince. Because I think it's convinced. Yes. Also, I think we're doing plus heart because the... Because of the honesty. Yes. Yeah. You were honest. You were sincere. You were... I, I mean, you're getting excited about that. Your plus heart is your weakest It stat. is. It is. But I get a plus one if you share a bond. And I do share a bond with the kobolds. That's true. Also, I like tried there for a hot second. For yeah. a very brief second, I tried to do a little role play. No. Very, very small. One. No, you did well. I'm wondering if... <clears throat> so, Sorel also has the loyalist asset in which she can aid you and if she aids you you get a whole bunch of bonuses i feel it makes sense for her to aid me i could totally see how it wouldn't either but i do think it makes sense for her to aid me because this is what she's wants like and she knows that and she knows that akraya doesn't yeah so i think if we're gonna go that route i think let's let's have this dialogue a little bit before we make our role sorel has drawn her sword and she goes um all right, okay, what's our, what's our, should we just go south and start looking? We can follow the lightning no. and find it. No, no, no. No, exactly. No, we are not doing this. I understand, Akraya. However, those young hunters died and I feel a sense of responsibility for that. I am not saying that the three of us alone should go and hunt this wyvern. That is a fool's errand and is probably how those two young men died. However, 
I know that they probably aren't the only Wyvern Hunters in the area. I also know that I am probably the most experienced Wyvern Hunter in this town, city, at this moment. And if I have any knowledge or assistance that I can offer, I feel that I have to. Marin, you already have a job. If there are other hunters in the city, let them handle it. I would just like to confirm that there are, because there might not be. I assume that there are. I have assumed that there were. But then those I found that those two young men died. And Okreya, it's it's my fault that they died, and I can't do nothing. Okreya, we have to do this. We can't let this creature keep hurting people. What it did to our hive, we have to answer for that. We can't let it keep hurting families. And I think that's gonna be I think that's gonna be her assist. Okay. So this this actually there's like a couple moves that all kind of interrelate with loyalist and aid your ally. Mm-hmm. So when I aid my ally, when you secure an advantage and direct support of an ally and score hit, they can take the benefits of the move. Uh, so I'm securing an, an advantage. This is with loyalty or courage, I think for sure, which is heart, which is okay for Sorel. That's a plus two. Uh, and then you'll take the advantage, and then you'll also take... Well, shouldn't you roll to see if I get the advantage? Because couldn't you fail that roll? Yes, yes. Oh, no. Oh, okay. Actually, that's not terrible. That is a weak hit. On a weak hit, your advantage is short-lived, so take plus one momentum. So you're going to take plus one momentum. Oh, okay. Because you get it by me backing you up. Okay. When you aid your ally, add plus one. Oh, I see. I think I should be adding plus one to that, which is still a weak hit. Yeah. So that's one, two, three, four. Yep, still a weak hit. And take one plus one momentum on a hit. Okay. This is in addition to the benefits taken by your ally. All right. So I, I'm going to get plus one momentum and you're going to get plus one momentum. Okay. By Sorrel trying to help out. She's not going to be able to give you any extra points to your kind of... She's not going to be able to add to your... To my roll. Action die. Mm-hmm. But. We got momentum out of it. Yeah. Is it my turn to roll? Yep. Okay. So I'm adding plus heart and then an additional one because of my bond with the kobolds. Plus heart is a hit with my additional is also a hit. It's a strong hit. Oh, yeah. Oh, dang. Yeah, yeah I didn't roll. I didn't. I. They're all real low, but they're all low. Yeah. So it's nice. So on a strong hit, they'll do what you want or share what they know. Take another momentum. If you use this exchange to gather information, make that move now. I'm not gathering information. Yep. Akreya looks to you and looks at Sorel, and she goes, The most important thing we can do for our family, Sorel, is to get this egg home. If revenge is what you want... Based on the advice of a god who seeks out adventure and failed stories, then we can pursue that. But it would be best if we investigated the situation a little bit further, I think, before we commit to walking into the jaws of a monster. I fully agree with you. I am not trying to die today. All right. Okay. Let's, uh, where, where do we start, Marin? 
And Sorel has like now she's finished packing up. She's got her pack on. She's got like her bedroll rolled up. She's got her sword in her hand. And she's like, all right, uh, where, where do we start? What's our first step? We pay our tab and we ask a question. So you're going down to uh, pay tab? Mm-hmm. And to ask a question. Okay. For that, we're going to be checking our gear, I believe. So we're going to be rolling plus supply. Okay. Uh, to, to make sure we have the cash to to pay off the room. I forget how to do check supply. And I can never find it in here. I'm sorry. Give me just a hot second. No, that's okay. You're just, yeah, you're rolling plus supply. Okay. I'm doing it. I roll normally. This isn't one of the ones that I roll differently. I roll normally. Yes. Because there's a couple moves where you don't roll all three dice. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to make sure that you roll this one more normally. Okay. <clears throat> so That's a hit. That is a hit. That's a clear hit. Yeah. All right. So you go down to the proprietor of the Owl Hoot. And you are going to... You, you settle up your tab and she, uh, you know, is, is taking your coin. And she goes, well, I have to say it was a... Quite a pleasure having the three of you here. I hope that the rest of your journey goes well. Um, thank you very much for staying with us. Uh, thank you as well. And actually, I have just one last favor before we leave. Mm-hmm. You have a win- You have a wyvern. That is a fact. This town has a wyvern. Yes. I am making the assumption this town also has wyvern slayers. We do have a, uh, a city guard and... Um, Several mercenary groups. Why they haven't dealt with the problem yet, I don't know. Where can I find them? Mm. Well, there is the the Basilisk's Tongue uh, is a bar that's close by to uh, it's it's a, in a corner of the city that has um, a lot of that sort of clientele. If you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, well, so I guess here's a question for you. Is Wyvern Slaying and this sort of like monster hunting, everybody that we've seen so far who's been doing it is is pretty freelance. Yeah. Do the cities of Seoul have very many like dedicated like guild? Are there any guilds for Wyvern Slayers or for monster hunters? I don't think so. I think... I think, well, maybe mo- like minor monster hunting, mm-hmm. but like wyverns are so big that it's just not like financially responsible to have somebody who's like on your payroll, completely capable. And you know, like cities don't have armies. Yeah. Like the nation has an army that can, right, to go out. So like, I mean, I think they have people who like can fight like smaller monsters here and there, but like wyvern hunting is something that you like. You call in the forces, but the forces are just mercenaries who are idiot kids. Yeah. And I think uh, to that end, you have seen there's been some, you can see on some of the towers around Malura, the city defense force has set up some ballistas, like Mm -hmm. large crossbows. And yeah, and I feel like that's what they would do, right? Mm -hmm. Like this city hasn't been touched, but it's prime picking. So why hasn't it been touched? Probably, probably because of... Like city forces. Yeah. They're more concerned with protecting the the actual property of the city than mm-hmm. the surrounding area. And right. since the Wyvern hasn't attacked the city, they have pretty much like not done much. Right. But there are, yeah, she gives you the name of this, uh, the Basilisk Tongue. Uh, it's in a district that has a lot of the kind of supplies that an adventure would 
shop for. You've mm-hmm. probably actually, you probably stopped by there at some point over the past week. Not the Basilisk Tongue itself, but this district. It's got uh, blacksmiths. It's got armors and weaponsmiths. It's got some of the... It's like the south side of a town. Yeah. Of like a, a big city. It's like, whatever, the south side or the west side. It's usually the south side or the west side that has like factories and like specialty shops and like very specific sort of specialty shops yeah it's got it's got these specialty Mm -hmm. shops and that kind of stuff so you could definitely i I think that's where the proprietor recommends starting Mm -hmm. is this is this is kind of the place where a lot of those types kind of congregate yeah i thank her for her time i go out to the stable because we have not talked about how i visit osmer every day but of course i do and i start packing up osmer osmer is very glad to see you I don't remember the condition of the stable that you left him in, but I think it was pretty nice. I think it was okay, yeah. It wasn't like heated floors, but it was all right. Yeah. So he's been kept in this in this nice stable with, with some pretty kind stable hands that, that you've been making sure that they treat Osmer with the respect and care that he deserves. Mm-hmm. And demands. Mm-hmm. Osmer sees you and lets out a big, like... <laughs> steamy snort when he sees you and kind of like rubs his bony forehead against your uh tries to give you like a little bit of a headbutt yeah. gentle headbutt i you know affectionately pat osmer and do whatever one does before they strap a bunch of like wheelbarrows not wheelbarrows saddle bags no barrels just the word barrel is what i was looking <laughs> for um before I strap, because because one of them is like I have a barrel. Mm-hmm. There's a barrel on this this <laughs> antlered creature, and then like a specially designed trunk. So I just put that, all that together. Yep. Uh, and Sorrel is super excited to see Osmer, and she kind of like is. You can tell Sorrel's like very much very excited about this. Taking Osmer's lead, you leave the stables mm-hmm. and uh presumably you're heading for yeah, the basilisk yeah we're going straight for it you walk through the city streets it is raining once again as it has been the entire time you've been here it's this very gentle rain that slides down the pastel painted buildings and as you make your way through the various districts towards uh this adventuring district you notice that the the colors start to change gradually you're seeing fewer uh like blues and uh, yellows and greens and more kind of purples and maroons and it not necessarily darker but more warmer and also less taken care of Mm. there's chips there's there's like chips in the paint you can see just the exposed kind of brick behind the the brightly colored paints it is not as the, the This is not for tourists. Yes. And you can see and hear, you know, uh the blacksmiths still working through the rain, the leather workers, the tanners. You can smell them like dealing with all these chemicals to prepare the leathers and boil leather for armor. And eventually you make it to this little this bar that's got a little wooden hanging sign with a painted basilisk and it's got its tongue hanging out and this is the basilisk's tongue i tie osmer up because i'm assuming they have some sort of like horse tie up trowel 
Is that what you call that? Trough? The thingy where they drink water? That's not right. Trough. Trough. I'm assuming they have some sort of situation like that. Yeah, they have a, for like, um, yeah, Beasts of Burden. He yeah. is, you, I, you you strap him up next to like a big. A chocobo? I, I did, yes, I did want to go straight to chocobo. <laughs> That's where my brain went. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, like this big um, bird-like uh, saurian that mm-hmm. has a saddle on its back. And it's kind of like just, uh, I think it's like sitting down and it just looks like a chicken in the rain. Just yeah. like water pouring over its feathers. And Osmer gives you a look like. You're going to leave me out here in the rain? Like, just like... <laughs> yeah, Osmer's pissed. I don't care. I mean, I do, but there's nothing I can do. I'm, I actually, you know what? I throw my tarp over. um, Because he has the horns that go up. Mm. He also has, like, the, the curly ones, but he has the ones that go up. So I, like, essentially make him a tent. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of a big garden. So you just turn him into a ghost, basically? <laughs> basically. Like, he lets out another snort. Osmer communicates through snorts yeah. and you've kind of figured out which snorts are happy snorts and which snorts are angry snorts yeah he's not happy i know this is an angry yeah snort. he's not happy but this at least protects him a little mm-hmm. the gear i'm not worried about because it's all like waterproof and weatherproofed right like that's i wouldn't have something that c- wouldn't be but you know this keeps his head sort of dry yeah it's fine and these two colds just we walk right in uh give me a oracle let's ask the oracle how busy this is okay uh i'm gonna let's just say hoping for a lot yeah let's say the the higher the percentage the more at capacity this Uh, place is yeah okay 87 busy yeah it is busy in here good yeah it's it's busy in here there's lots of adventures here It, it seems like so you know this is a big city it's kind of off in the boonies, but it's kind of the last big city on the edge of mm-hmm. the the frontier mm-hmm. on in southern Seoul. Uh, it's like the furthest big city from the coast. And, you know, it's been being menaced by a wyvern for a couple weeks. Yeah, I expected there to be a lot of wyvern hunters. Yeah, there's a lot of folks here. They're all wearing armor and, uh, you know, they're in, in various states of preparedness. But yeah, it's it's quite busy in here. I would like to take a look around to see if Yorin Yonder. Yonder is here. I'm just taking a quick court. Like, I'm going to head towards the bar, but I'm kind of just like cursory look yeah you look around yonder is not in the bar okay i'm heading straight to the bartender then okay yeah you head to the bartender and the bartender looks at you uh sees the kobolds and immediately clocks you as like wyvern slayer Mm -hmm. is like ah you're here for the big silver beast eh grabs some grabs some steins uh maybe i'm actually here to see if there are any other wyvern hunters (laughs) <laughs> look around half the adventurers in here are trying to get a piece of that thing what does Marin do because what diana and what i think sound would have done is stood up on the bar stool and immediately started addressing the crowd being like what the fuck are you guys doing kill this fucking thing i've been doing this forever and why can't you do it but would Marin do that is the question because mm-hmm. that's what diana's instinct is but what is Marin's instinct and i think it's not to draw a crowd. I don't like this bartender. He's too. He's too. This. This is solemn. People are dying. Why are you so excited? He. She doesn't say any of that though. 
I think she goes, well, with all these people, why haven't they gotten a piece of it? As she like orders a beer so it doesn't look weird that she's sitting here talking to him. Yeah, he's he's getting you some drinks, sets, sets uh, yours in front. Your companions? Yes, you're drinking. This, it's also like, it's like nine it, in the morning. Yes. But this is like normal. Uh, yeah. Right? Like for adventurers, they've been up all night. Yeah. The, yeah. You can tell a lot of the folk in here are tired. They're worn down. They are drinking to to either stay awake or go to sleep. Yeah. They need like the calories too. Mm. I think I actually ask for two empty smaller glasses and then I pour some of my beer into their glasses because it is not, it's like eight in the morning yeah. at the latest and I didn't sleep, but- I, we don't need to do this. Yeah, he gives it to you. <clears throat> and I and I ask, like, well, why haven't they? They all want a piece. Why haven't they gotten it? Uh, it's uh, well, it's a big beastie. They've uh, we've had a couple uh, go out, and uh, to be frank, haven't come back yet. And so I think everybody's kind of trying to gauge their success before they uh, head out. How many would you say have died, by your estimate? You seem to be a man in the know. Hey, Rick Raff, how many folks do you think have stopped by here before heading out never to be seen again? There was that first group that came in about three weeks ago with the mage that just didn't show back up. Uh, but I think I heard that they just hit the road. I don't think they they bit it. Uh, there was that other group of a couple of young'uns uh, just a few days ago that never came back. Uh, there was um, probably... Uh, oh, there was the, that older fella who said he was going to track it, try and trap it. Never, never showed up again. So, uh, I don't know. Between those three, uh, probably, I don't know, another 12 on top of that. That young group, were they three, just three adventurers? Oh, there was three of them. No, there was, uh, there was a couple more. Um, but... Uh, uh, what was that? What was that chance name? Like a very talkative lad kept talking to us, talking our ear offs about you know getting started. Oh, asking everybody for tips and tricks and shit. Obviously a greenhorn. What was that kid's name? I don't remember. Do you remember his name? And the bartender goes, uh, I think it was. Uh, what was that? Uh, I'm gonna, let's let's take an oracle test to see if they remember. It. You know who it is. I don't know why. I'm no, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm actually wondering if one of the um, kobolds supplies it. Marin's not going to. Yeah, they don't remember his name. No, <clears throat> so they can't tell you if it yeah. was if it was for sure that group. Yeah, we've discussed this before, but I don't have the number written down. How long do you think Marin slayed wyverns for? She is in her like fifty. Is we said she's like in her 50s now right i thought 60s 60s that makes more sense 60s she's like in her 60s now when do you think she got started like in her teens in her late teens or in her 20s i can't I, remember i feel like we've talked about this but i can't remember i think late teens early 20s is kind of the impression that i've been going under so she's done this for at least like she she'd been doing it actively for at least 20 ish years mm-hmm. And not everybody knew that she retired. So as far as they're concerned, she's been doing this for 20 to 40 potentially years. Would people know Marin's name? Oh, we can ask the Oracle. Yeah. Did Oh, also, did her group have a name? I don't know. Did your group have a name? I don't think we did. We never established, like you and I never established a name for my group. But canonically, would these groups have names? 
Like, oh, that's yeah, the, probably that's like the you know that's the Red Baron group, or that's the yeah. Whatever. They probably would have had names like, to kind of identify the freelancers. Prob- yeah, we probably would have had a name. I don't yeah. know what that is. We don't have to think about it. But yeah, let's ask the Oracle if like. Does Marin get name recognition? All right. Yeah, I think we established that you were a pretty big deal in yeah. your heyday. Yeah. You and your group. So, but, like, it's been a while. Yeah. And... Do you think unlikely or small chance? I think small chance. Because we've, we've established it before. Well, small chance is less likely than unlikely. Oh, oh than unlikely. I'm okay. sorry. I wasn't looking at the chat. I wasn't looking at the chart. Is that 100? That is a 100. That is a 100. On a match, an extreme result or twist has occurred. You critted on your name recognition. So they definitely know who I am. It did, is that, am I understanding that correctly? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. They not don't, a- I haven't introduced myself. We have not exchanged names and I'm older, so they probably wouldn't recognize me, but. All right. So let's, are, are you dropping your name? Okay. So here's what I think is going to happen. This is the reason I asked. Um, all of this is happening. And I think I say something like, well, my group would have handled it. Like, I'm trying to – because I, I want to, like, get some more information. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to, like, get some, like, interest from this guy, you know? So, like, my my group, you know, it's been a while, but my group definitely would have been able to handle this weeks ago. You and your little kobolds? No, no. I No. My name's Marin Goes. And then I think – I want to drop the name of the group. That's why I asked. Real talk before we get into this. Mm-hmm. What would the name of my group be? Because I don't think I created the group. Like, we – Kind of all hodgepodge together, but I don't think Marin was the leader of the group. Oh, interesting. Um, I think I did a lot of like leader things, but I don't think I was like the leader of the group. Mar- I don't think Marin's personality is super different than when she was younger. So someone else took the jobs and someone else did the talking. Yeah. It sounds to me like you're trying to get out of naming the group and you want me to name the group. I know. I'm just, I want just some <laughs> ideas. Like the Red, I keep coming back to the Red Baron, but the, I don't know why I keep doing that. And that's a terrible name. I don't like it. So like, what are the names? Like, are they things like the Red Baron? Are they basically pub names? Or are they like Marin's group? If they're things like no, Marin's group, then like I can... I think they would be something kind of thematic to kind of give a give an idea of, of what your jam is. Yeah. Uh, you We know that you traveled with... Uh, so you had your partner who was also kind of like a swords person mm-hmm. and spellcaster mm-hmm. uh you had um an, had an archer didn't you? an archer and like kind of a bigger barbarian mm-hmm. sort of uh fighter mm-hmm. we also have the tarot deck and we can ask the oracle for okay. anything if you need do the tarot deck let's okay see. Ooh, interesting the four of chalices depicts a mermaid with a crown sitting on a rock before a castle on the coast sirens lure people men to their death mm-hmm. and it's like tricky yeah and i think maybe that's what we were known for was like like trapping like tra- like trapping before we killed so like maybe we're something like the something sirens like maybe the the deadly sirens or because we weren't all women but sirens is like women but what about the sirens call okay all right, we were the sirens. I call. swore, I promise. I was like, I'm not gonna give any advice. I'm not gonna give any suggestions. <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, you're allowed to. This—that's the whole point of this system—is so that we work together. Um, I know. I just—I feel like I've been bulldozing a lot. No, I don't think you are. And I'm asking, and I'm asking for yeah. a little bit of creative help here. So, oh, there's also apples. There's apples. Yeah, there's apples on the tree. Oh, that's so interesting. What if we are the sirens' apples? It makes no sense, but it is re- memorable because I feel like the sirens call would be like a bar or something but the siren's apple feels like no sense and would end up being the name of something 
The sirens. What does that mean, though? I don't think it means anything. It's just a way for people to identify us. The sirens apple? I feel like that – nicknames don't always make sense. And you know how sometimes they just happen because, like, like stream of consciousness talking? Mm-hmm. I feel like it may be something like that. Is that silly? Is that dumb? We can go if, back to the sirens call. No, if 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 that's what you want, it just it sounds. What is it about? What about the sirens fruit? I think I like the sirens fruit better. I like the sirens fruit better too. Let's do the sirens fruit. The sirens fruit. Yeah. Okay. So instead of saying that my name is Marin Gross right away, oh, he says something like, "Oh, you and your cobalt's like no, the sirens fruit. My name is Marin Ghost. and I like gesture to my face like I don't look that different. When when you first say that that you were part of the sirens fruit, he like went to laugh and yeah. like make fun of you and then when you say your name he looks at you and he goes oh my gods you are Marin Ghosts." yeah I don't I I like start looking around I like look at the colds I'm like I don't look that different I am aware that I'm an older woman but I I don't look that different Thank you for joining us again for Heart Points, a one-to-one RPG actual play podcast. I am your husband and GM, Zach. I am your wife and player, Diana. And this is episode 33 of the Blood Gold campaign. Mid-episode break coming pretty late in the episode. Well, that's what happens when you get like really into your your role play and your game. I know, we were on a roll with stuff. We were. Uh, how are you doing, my darling? I am still battling daycare disease, as one does. I'm sorry. For the rest of my life. The goblin has become a plague rat. She has, but I do think she's getting better. Yes. And the weather is getting nicer. So I am hoping that this is our, our reprieve for a minute. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. September will come again. But for now, I am hoping that this is good. Yeah. <laughs> That's the goal. And then, you know, a stomach bug will come in June. And then someone will get the chicken pox. And then COVID will have another sister or something. But for now, I'm hoping for a break. I like how you personified COVID's variants as sisters. Yes. It's interesting to me. Yep. Yeah. They're like the muses. There's many of them. We don't know all of them. (laughs) They kind of all look alike and some of them overlap, but yeah. Yeah, things are going pretty well. I'm uh, I'm really enjoying this episode. I like some of the directions that that we're going in. Me too. Uh, Man, am I loving Ironsworn right now. So I, th- I think this is just fitting better for the story that we're telling. Yeah. There was nothing wrong with Ryutuman, but I just think that the, the Ironsworn is working better for the story that we're telling. I agree. So, And that's a lesson to you. Don't be afraid to change things up if you need to. Yeah. Yeah. You know, always, always keep an open mind and don't get too set in your ways because it's always good to try new things and keep doors open. Yeah. And other uh positive platitudes <laughs> yeah and I, I don't really have too much else going on this week i'm trying to think of like anything that's important or yeah. interesting just playing a lot of games doing a lot of rpg stuff hanging out yeah it's been pretty good it's good so then let's get back into it. Yeah, I think I think that was a pretty brief break. Yeah, I don't think it needs it? I don't think it always needs to be deep when I I want to know how they're gonna to respond to the fact that I just name dropped and it feels very awkward. I do think Marin's awkward about it. All right. All right, yeah. Let's let's see how this goes. Yeah. So not only is the bartender 
like shocked when you say your name. This gentleman who I said his name, I think was it R- Riff Riffrack R- yeah, or some, something? Something like that. I don't even remember. He like turns and looks at you, and a couple of the people in the bar turn and look at you, and the bartender goes, The sirens fruit all died on the Andite Mountain Range. They went up there, nobody ever saw them again. Most of us died, and one of us almost died. That is correct. If you're lying about being Marin Ghost, that is a brave lie to tell in a bar like this. I agree. Prove I think, it. I think I start rolling up my sleeves. Ugh, I love that he said that. I think I start rolling up my sleeves and unbuttoning, like, not my whole shirt, but, like, some of my shirt. And I'm just covered in scars. Like, we know that. I I, I did almost die on the Andite Mountains. Yeah. Like, we know that. We've never talked about what that looks like. And she was a farmer. So, like, you know, some of the scars are faded. And there's clearly some from, ho- like, doing hoeing stuff um but i've always kind of imagined that she's got like burn marks across her and like clear gaping like what was a gaping hole scarring and like it's it's not pretty like it's not pretty because she's always wearing her clothes we've never she doesn't take her clothes off so i just like kind of roll up my sleeves a little bit and undo my shirt just a little bit just so that like i don't know what's this the first like three ribs Mm -hmm. are showing it's before your boobs. Your ribs come up pretty high, don't <laughs> yes, they? Yes, yeah. So like collarbone and like a couple inches below. Okay. And it's extremely scarred from like fire damage and clear like puncture wounds and stuff like that. And I have my monk's spade unscrewed. Like it's not unscrewed, but um, in half, whatever, and on my back. Like I always do. So everybody starts kind of like kind of crowding around you to look at these scars, to look at your scars. They see the... This the, is what I wanted. Your weapon of... Uh, your uh, spade weapon and start kind of like mumbling and like, oh, holy shit. That's Marin Ghost. I thought she was dead. Nobody's heard of from her for 20 years. What the... What is... What in the world? And then you hear a voice that goes, um, the siren's fruit didn't all die on the Andite Mountains. Just Priya and someone who called themselves Marin Ghosts. I turn and I look at what I think is going to be, what Diana thinks is going to be, one of my old team members. There is a person in thick leather robes. Uh, They've got a conical hat. They are um, not quite as old as you, but they are, they're almost as old as you are. Deep wrinkles in their face. And you can tell that the clothes that they're wearing were once very fine, but mm-hmm. are getting old. Mm-hmm. It is Orlands. I knew it. I knew it. It is Orlands of the Siren's Fruit. I knew it. Your old wizard friend. I think emotions overtake Marin. Not like she's crying. That's not Marin. But I think you, like, hear an audible, like, oh, my God, it's you. She had a mission. There was a point to her doing all of this. It's gone now. She's walking towards Orleans. Yeah, she's breaking, like, she's kind of, like, breaking through the crowd. And Orleans kind of leans on the table as they, they pick themselves up. And uh, they hold out a hand. 
Marin's not going for the hand. Like, this is completely uncharacteristic. She is very much in her emotions. She's going straight for the hug. Oh, all right. Yeah. Like, I know that they weren't exactly best friends, but, like, this is somebody from her past. Like, she's lived through some trauma, and this is somebody who knew her before the trauma. Mm -hmm. So this is, like, very emotional for her, but she's not a crier, so she's going for a hug, which is very awkward. She doesn't know how to do it well. Yeah. They hold out their hand, and you kind of, like, break that distance and go in for the hug, and they are like, oh, uh, oh, all right. And they tap you on the back a little bit, Mm -hmm. and they hug you, and they kind of put their hands on your shoulder and kind of push you back a little bit. They go, I did think you were dead. I almost died. I probably did die. Marin, the wyvern hunter, did die. So one thing, I think we actually, we were talking about this off air, I think, a little bit. Because we were trying to remember all the details of your crew and what happened. So we know, and and as a recap for anybody who maybe didn't listen to the uh, Ryutama phase, we know that Marin was traveling with this group of adventurers. Mm -hmm. Uh, There were four of them. Priya, Orlins, and Satis. Priya was the battle mage. Orlins was a more standard kind of like wizard, magician. Satis was an archer. And Marin was Marin. Mm-hmm. They traveled together, worked together well for a long time. And at some point in the adventuring, Priya and Marin sort of kind of went off on their own, started their own company. Yeah. And Orlins and Satis. We're not sure what happened to them. Right. But in the Andite mountain range, Priya and Marin almost died to a red wyvern. Yeah. And that was where uh, our Illyrian's daughters at the time brought you to her and she tended to your wounds and and let you go. Yeah. That's the whole reason I'm doing this mission is because they saved me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it has been years mm-hmm. since you last saw Orleans. They're looking older. They were also they were also very young yeah. with you as y- y'all began your kind of wyvern slaying careers. They are probably probably not much younger than you. I maybe 10 years younger, but they look generally a little better than you look. Yeah. Which is kind of an interesting what are they doing here? Hold on, 10 years younger? Sorry, did I say 10? I meant 5. I was going to say, I started in my late teens, early 20s. I was not adventuring with a 10-year-old. <laughs> yeah, sorry. 5 years makes sense. If yeah. I was starting in my if I was starting at like 20 and they were 15, that makes sense. Yeah. But they're looking better than me. They're looking a little better than you. Yeah, I've had a hard life. They've also got magic helping them out, I yeah. think. Yeah. They've got this uh They don't have to get right up in the fray. Yeah. They've got this white hair that's kind of cut in a bob. These shining blue eyes and a dark complexion uh as well as like i said this kind of like almost stereotypical bright blue wizard conical hat and robes yeah like merlin yeah kind of like very merlin looking yeah i think they look past you and and akraya and sorel are like watching all of this like what is going on and orlins says um i think that you have a lot To catch me up on. Yes, but... And I sort of gesture to this bar full of people. I think that these young hunters could use our experience in planning on how to take this wyvern down before you and I catch up. They look at you a little sideways, and then they look at the bar, and the whole, like... 
the bar now, obviously, like not everybody is paying attention to you. It was very packed, but there's a there's a good number of people who are highly invested in whatever it is that's going on. Even people that like don't know who you are. Mm-hmm. Are like, but they, they notice that other people are noticing, and so yeah, yeah. Suddenly, this seems like a big deal. There's quite a few people in Orleans. Goes, all right, let's talk. That's it for this week. Thank you so much for joining us. We really hope that you enjoyed this episode. Ironsworn was designed by Sean Tonkin. You can find more at ironsworn.rpg.com. We also used Trungle's Star Spinner Tarot and Evelyn Moreau's Fabulous Pocket Guild. We want to thank Zach B., our editor and producer, without whom this show would not get made. If you didn't hear about 15 minutes of silence and like random whispering like oh what was their name what did they do if you didn't hear that then uh then he's doing his job mm-hmm. we also want to thank in love with the ghost for the use of their song chilling at Nemo's place off of the album healing you can find in love with the ghost at in love with please make sure to rate and subscribe to us on itunes spotify if you're still doing spotify or wherever it is that you get your podcasts it means a lot to us and it helps other people to find us you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at HeartPointsPod. Please follow us and join us for discussion about RPGs and podcasts, and make sure to share us with everyone you know, especially your RPG-loving friends. Thank you so much to our patrons whose support keeps the show going. If you would like to become a patron of the show, find us at patreon.com forward slash HeartPointsPod. You can directly support the show and help us to maintain and better it every week while getting cool rewards like access to our patron-only Discord, a monthly bonus pod, and other things. Every dollar makes a huge difference. And thank you all again for joining us in our adventure today. We hope that as you return back to the real world, that you continue to have a very nice day. But like, a very, very nice one. Mm -hmm.